pick up with the last chapter, 119, at, uh, at the very top of the, of the daf, Kuf Yud Tet. Right. A woman goes overseas as well, um, uh, sorry, her husband goes overseas uh, and uh, her co-wife. Uh, with, with the husband goes her co-wife, so it doesn't make her feel uh, very good. Anyway, uh, what happens is they come back and they tell her, your husband died. Uh, it says, She can neither uh, do, uh, get, get married to anyone else, okay, and neither can she do yibum. Right, and uh, it says, Unless she knows that this specific co-wife uh, has, uh, is, is pregnant uh, or not. Because really, uh, what happens is you have to have the suspicion that uh, the co-wife went overseas and, um, and as a result of that, uh, she is now pregnant and uh, uh, she might have given birth. And, and therefore, once one of the co-wives has given birth, uh, this man has got a child from one of the marriages and therefore Yibum will not kick in. So she can't do Yibum. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, she can't get married to anyone else uh, either because of the fact that uh, she, the, you know, if there is uh, no child from that co-wife, then, uh, th- then she would fall to Yibum. But uh, so on, you know, we have to take the stringencies of both sides into account. And therefore, uh, she, she uh, can't marry anyone else. Right, uh, and that's it. Okay, uh, and, 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 and if she, uh, she just can't go marry her brother-in-law uh, because uh, if, she, if there is a child, uh, that would be obviously an erva to her. Okay, so this woman is stuck. The question is, uh, why can't she do chalitza? So we'll, we'll discuss that on Amud Bet. All right, uh, what happens if she has a mother-in-law overseas? Uh, and in this situation, uh, there are no other brothers. Okay, she does not have to uh, worry that uh, her mother-in-law had a brother. Uh, and, uh, and therefore, uh, she's now bound to Yibum. Okay, uh, and, uh, and, and really we're going to see... The reason for this is a lot of the stuff is going to be the discussion of, uh, of uh, uh, what, most pe- what happens to most people and uh, w- what the Kazaka is and what the Rov is, uh, etc. And uh, we're going to see that. So now, uh, just to, to play this through according to these uh, things, because it's going to come up later anyway, uh, just, so just to give us an introduction, uh, we say is that uh, even if the mother-in-law uh, would have had a child, uh, number one, she might not have had, had a child, and number two, uh, even if she did have have a child. Uh, it's not guaranteed that that child is a male. In fact, there is less than 50% chance that the child is a male because what uh, we say is that uh, there is a percentage of women uh, that uh, don't uh, give birth successfully. Uh, they have stillborns, etc. So let's assume that is 1%. Uh, so you've got 99% uh, of healthy births. And uh, what we have is a situation whereby that uh, we have half boys and half girls. So actually there's only a 49.5% chance that uh, the baby is a boy. So it's less than 50% chance uh, and therefore we uh, don't have to be worried um, uh, that, uh, that, that this woman has given birth. Okay, and that's it. Uh, however, uh, um, uh, however in, in the following situation, Yata uh, Malaya, however, if a mother-in-law uh, went overseas uh, and she had 
a, uh, a, a child. Uh, she was pregnant, okay, and she was expecting, uh, then it's a different course, yes, yes. Well, then you do have to be worried, uh, because in that situation, uh, that it's not that we uh, are, are worried in general that she may have had a child here, there was a good chance uh, that she has a child, and, and then you have to take further things into account. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, uh, no, uh, you don't have to, in, in either case, um, even in this case, uh, you don't have to be worried about it. She can marry uh, whoever she wants. Okay, good. The Gemara picks up. Mahi uh, Sarata. Why specifically does it say uh, you have to be uh, this this uh, co-wife uh, is um, uh, um, is pregnant? Okay. Because you could have just said uh, she, she's worried. Uh, that, that she is pregnant or something, but it says this specific one. So Hakamash Milan is coming to tell you who the the Kashinan We worried about this specific co-wife that we know about and that went overseas with him, uh, and uh, we're not concerned about the, the fact that the husband might have taken another uh, wife when he is there, another co-wife, unbeknownst to uh, this this woman that he left behind, uh, and he had a child with her. Okay, so the Mishnah then says, Lord Tenasev, Lord Tichabain. She's not allowed to get married and she can't um, uh, do Yibum either. Okay, so we understand. Bishlama, Yibumayla, she can't obviously uh, do Yibum. Dilma, Miabra, because uh, the co wife uh, could be pregnant. And Kapaga, Baeshet, Ach, Dorata, and then she's. Marrying an Aishitach, uh, which is a Dorata problem over here. The 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 uh, the, um, the wife's, uh, I mean the the, the husband's. Um, uh, I mean, the, we're talking from the position of the guy, he's uh, his brother's wife, okay, and uh, and therefore that would be Dorata. Ella, Lord Tinase, am I? You know, what, what is the situation? Uh, why can't she get remarried? Uh, it says, Surely you should go after the majority of people. Uh, and it says, Most women. Uh, if they decide to, uh, beca- can become pregnant and give birth. Uh, and therefore, uh, we assume that, uh, that uh, her co-wife uh, did have a child in this, uh, in this instance. And uh, so therefore, we say, Lema, Rebbe Mayahi, Kashinun Limuta. Do we have to say uh, that this opinion that we that is our Mishnah follows Rebbe Mayer's opinion? And Rebbe Mayer's opinion is always that he is worried about the minority. Okay, and Rebbe Mayer is always uh, the ism are minority of women who do not give birth. And Rebbe Mayer takes his minority into consideration, and therefore she has to wait, uh, and, uh, and and we have to until we work out whether or not uh, she's uh, uh, until we find out uh, she she's like kind of in limbo uh, and she can't get married. Uh, even outside. Okay, um, and it says the Gemara tries to answer and says, no, I feel it could even uh, be like we follow the rabbis. Uh, when do the rabbis say, uh, follow the majority? Ruba, it's a command. That's a majority where, which is in front of us, which we can examine ourselves. Okay, it's right there, uh, and, it's, and it's, it's, it's clear to everyone uh, what, what it is. Okay, Kugon, Teshir Chaniot, Vesanhedra. Okay, the same thing, the idea of uh, where a piece of meat is found in front of nine stores. Uh, nine stores are selling kosher meat, one selling non-kosher meat. Uh, and you, and you, that famous case, we had it in Pesachim, uh, as well as it's going to be in all other places as well, uh, is where 
Uh, you have one store uh, selling uh, non-kosher meat, uh, and we're not sure where, from which the store uh, the, this, this meat comes from. Uh, we assume uh, that... Uh, exactly. Everything that comes, it comes from the majority, and therefore it comes from one of the nine stores. Okay, and that's, it. that's, uh, that, that's if, you, if you would assume it comes from there. Because you can count the nine kosher stores. There's one non-kosher store, so you can say, okay, very nice, and use your principles, and that's great. Okay. Um, uh, and, and Sanhedrin, right? So Sanhedrin uh, comes and, uh, and, and rules on a specific case. Uh, we can count the number of people and we see there's a majority. That's when we follow the majority. Aval Ruba, the later Kaman, when there's a, a, a majority, but that's not in front of us. Okay, what we would call a statistical uh, majority over here. We say most women uh, do this, you know. Law uh, Azdi Ruban and Bata Ruba. Maybe when it comes to most women, uh, we don't follow uh, the that uh, the majority, even according to the rabbis. So maybe we would say, it could even go like the rabbis, we don't like making a Mishnah like uh, a minority opinion, uh, uh, like Rebbe Meir, because we wouldn't follow Rebbe Meir, so we'd say, uh, we'd, we'd like it to follow the rabbis. Uh, however, very katan katana. What about a young boy or a young girl when it talks about Yuvum? A druba delayed kaman. That is a rov that's not in front of us. A statistical majority. Vazarabana and Bataruba. And the rabbis do follow a statistical majority in this situation. Why? Datanya, as we learned. Katan vakatana, lo chotin velo imit yavmin. A katan and a katana can't do Yuvum nor chalitza. Divi Rebbe Meir. That's what Rebbe Meir says. Amri lo Rebbe Meir. The rabbi said to Rebbe Meir. We saw this in the 12th Perik. Uh, you said, well, that uh, uh, you can't do Chalitza. Why? Uh, when it talks about uh, a man, it says the man should do this and the man uh, should do that. And so should they say about the man. Uh, so it, it was only talking about a, a male, right? An adult uh, in this situation. And we say, we compare the woman to the man. In other words, both of uh, the male and the female have to be of age uh, to do uh, chalitza. So that, that makes sense. We agree with you that a katan or a katana can't do chalitza every man. However... Um, uh, that, that's great. Ella, my time, my time, Why can't uh, they, they do yibum? Really, because uh, there's no specific thing. And we saw uh, in uh, uh, was it the six peric uh, where we said, you know, bain bedat, bain shalom, you know, whether it was intentional, not intentional, mazed, etc. All different cases um, over there where we, where we discussed uh, yibum takes place uh, kind of almost automatically, except in the most kind of extreme situations. Okay, uh, so uh, why, why can't they do Yibum? A katan and a katana. And Amalehem, katan, shema yimta saris. We say uh, that... Um, Katan, uh, I'm worried about uh, that he will turn into a saris, uh, sexually underdeveloped. Okay, katana shema timsa ayelonet, and she, the youngster, this girl, will turn an ayelonet. She, she'll develop male characteristics, uh, and she won't uh, develop sexually either. So, in other words, the saris which we had, uh, you know, we had the characteristics where uh, he, he, his body doesn't heat up, he has got uh, no facial hair, uh, etc. His voice is very high, as a and also the woman we learnt about her, she got a deep voice, deep husky voice, uh, and, and her breasts don't develop, etc. So she's got a lot of male chromosomes uh, in her, and, and, and the Cyrus has got a lot of female chromosomes in him. Okay, so in all of these cases, um, and Nimsa, um, uh, so in this case, why don't you do it, uh, Yubum? Uh, because Nimsa, Pogen Be'erva, because what's going to happen, uh, you have to be able to 
uh, at least on a, on uh, at least at, at one point in your life uh, have had to uh, be able to to further the name of the, of the late brother and in this case uh, there's going to be no uh, shame thereafter and therefore as a result uh, you are uh, um, uh, encountering this uh, forbidden relationship over here. Uh, that is Rabbi Meir's opinion. Chayish Nemiut. Rabbanan and Savre. No. Zil Bataruba. No. Go after the majority. Uh, okay. And the majority of people to Katanim. Of young boys uh, or girls. In this case, Rov Katanim. Law Saris Yeninu. Zil Batarov Katana. Katanot. Okay. So go after the majority of boys. Most boys won't end up being a Saris. It's just an insignificant um, amount, a percentage that will be. Uh, and, and also, uh, the majority of young boy uh, girls okay and young girls won't turn into eye on it uh, and therefore uh, you know so we, we see from here the rabbis responded to Rabbi Meir. Uh, it says, uh, So we say that here is a statistical majority, and the rabbis do follow it. Okay, and, and therefore uh, the the Gemara is forced to concede. Uh, um, Rabbi Meir. We say actually we're forced to concede that the Mishnah does go Don't like Rabbi Meir. Yeah, generally some Mishnahs are like like Rabbi Meir. That that is correct. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so now the Gemara uh, continues uh, probing, though. Are you saying it only goes like Rabbi Meir? Uh, what about the following clause? What about the, the next part of the Mishnah? What about the fact uh, if she has a, a mother-in-law? She did not have to worry about that. Why is that the situation? And um, um, we say, majority of women uh, have pre- give uh, become pregnant and give birth. We're obviously talking about a, a, a mother-in-law who's still of uh, childbearing age. Otherwise, this question is uh, is moot. Anyway, but uh, most most women uh, become pregnant and give birth. And it says mute my pilot of a call and 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 the minority um, uh, miscarry. Okay, become pregnant and miscarry. Okay, v'chol yoldot and all women that give birth mixes chari mixes nekavot. We say give half boys and half girls. Uh, and to that, Samach Muta de Mepilot, Lemexa Nekavot. Surely, what we should do, we say there's a minority who miscarry uh, to the half who give birth to females, and then Vahazula Zacharim, Muta, Velekush, the male children would only be the minority. Uh, and if the Mishnah goes like Rabbi Meir, still, and he's worried about minority, uh, therefore, we should say that we are worried uh, that uh, the uh, uh, the, the, the child, the, the mother-in-law, has given birth, uh, and therefore we are worried uh, about uh, about that. Okay, so uh, and uh, uh, and and Yavam's there, so uh, you know, you, 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 yeah, she, she got the kasha because uh, she, she um, if she there, there's a Yavam there, and therefore she can't get married to anyone else. And the Gemara says, no, Duma Kavan did Chazaka Lashuk. No, because uh, originally when uh, her husband um, uh, went overseas um, uh, and uh, w- with the mother-in-law okay uh, she, she was uh, she didn't have children from him and therefore uh, the 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 presumption is the chazaka is okay uh, that uh, she she is she would if the husband dies uh, she'd be allowed uh, to marry uh, someone in the marketplace uh, that's someone from the general um, uh, uh, 
public uh, because of the fact that uh, her husband's got no brothers. Okay, uh, and in this situation, law chayish. Okay, so if, if that's the situation, uh, Rabbi Meir is not worried about the minority in such uh, such a situation. Um, so uh, you know, Raisha itchazek liyibum tiyavem. So you know, so so that that's a dr- and um, the Gemara says about that. Um, if that's the case, uh, if she's uh, she needs to do yibum, uh, then she should be permitted. Uh, I mean, uh, if, if we say that we are worried that she could do yibum, uh, then maybe we should let her do yibum in the first place, uh, in, the, in the first part of the Mishnah. Uh, we don't have to assume uh, that her co-wife gave birth. All right, and the, the Gemara says, no, Amarav Nachman, Amarav Abavua, Raisha, the Isu Karet. No, when it comes to an Isu of Karet, uh, uh, where if you uh, if she would go ahead and get married to uh, the, the brother's wife, via, I mean the brother uh, via Yibum, uh, that that would be an issue karet because it would be an erva relationship. Okay, uh, so therefore Hashushu, uh, in this situation, uh, the the people are you know you are concerned about a minority problem over there because it's such a severe prohibition. Um, however. Save it is to love. Uh, the, the end of the Mishnah is only uh, where it talks about uh, maybe she should be allowed to do uh, marry out into the Shuk. What's the worst? You've got your Vamala Shuk. Uh, that's not the end of the world. Uh, and therefore, we say uh, they're not as concerned uh, about that. All right, that is uh, Rav Nachman uh, in, in the name of Rabba Bavua. However, Amma Rava. Rava says, listen, hold on one sec. Mikti. Hi, Dorata, Va Dorata. Both of these situations are dorata, uh, and, 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 and that's it. You, you've got uh, an erva prohibition, which is obviously dorata, and then obviously we've got the thing where the Yavama is not allowed to go out uh, and marry anyone else, and that's also dorata. Uh, you know, mali isu karet, mali isu love. Uh, you know, so, so therefore, uh, you're distinguishing between dorata. They're both dorata. One might be punished more uh, than the other. That's, that's, uh, that's a different thing. But you can't say, oh, uh, I'm going to give precedence to this dorata versus that one. Uh, Ella, I'm a rabbi, so I have to explain it uh, differently. Um, what, the way I explain it uh, is as follows. Okay, uh, and, uh, and now we get into the minutia of... Um, of the rov and the mute, okay, as follows. Reisha chazaka libum beruba lashuk. In the first case of the Mishnah, uh, what is the 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 the, the uh, chazaka? The chazaka is um, that she would have to do yibum, okay, because we said uh, that um, uh, she's 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 got brothers. Uh, the, the husband has got brothers at home, uh, and therefore uh, we didn't know uh, that that anything uh, has has changed. Her co-wife went overseas uh, with her with her husband, uh, but we don't know if she's got. Um, uh, uh, a child or not. So as she leaves, uh, as he leaves, or and, and she as well, the co-wife leaves. Uh, the chazak is, uh, if her husband died right now, um, uh, she should be she, uh, five minutes later. Uh, she should be. Um, have to marry uh, the brothers, okay? And, and therefore, the chazaka is uh, that this woman is uh, set for yibum, okay? Veruba uh, l'shuk. Uh, However, the rov goes against that and says, really, she should be allowed uh, to marry out uh, because uh, the ruba says, uh, majority of women uh, fall pregnant, give birth. The co-wife has fallen pregnant, given birth. And as a result, uh, she... Um, 
uh, has got a child and therefore once she's uh, got a child, the husband has a child, uh, then uh, this woman is exempt from Yibum uh, because the, the, the husband doesn't make a difference, he hasn't got a child with her, uh, but he's got a child uh, altogether. So any, any child is enough to knock out the Yibum relationship. So we have uh, um, uh, a contradiction. Uh, uh, the, the Chazaka is for Yibum, the Ruba is uh, Lushuk. Okay, the Chazaka, Lav Adif, Kiruba. And what we say is, when it's a Chazaka versus a Rov, we say the Rov uh, goes and beats the Chazaka. Okay, the majority uh, goes ahead and beats the Chazaka. Okay, uh, and now what we do, Va'ati Miuta de Mapelet, and Mapilot, right? What, what, uh, what, we, what we see is, um, uh, that uh, the majority in this case uh, carries more weight than the, just the presumption and should be allowed to get married I- immediately. However, uh, in this situation as well, uh, you have to bring into account uh, the mute, uh, a minority uh, of people who give birth to, you know, miscarry uh, and uh, or give birth to stillborns or something like that. Uh, and you add that on to the chazaka. So now you've got a chazaka uh, plus uh, uh, another statistical majority, uh, a minority, I mean, Vavala palgo palga. So once you have uh, the rov saying the rov generally would trump the chazaka, but now we've got a chazaka and a miot. Okay, so the chazaka and the miot uh, versus the um, versus the rov, and therefore what do we say? It's like palgo palga. Vavala palgo palga. It's like half and half. And therefore this woman is in limbo. Uh, she can't uh, get married, and she can't do yibum either. However. Uh, safer chazaka. In the last case, uh, what do we say? Uh, the, the the safer the, the, the safer was the mother-in-law going overseas. The chazaka is l'shuk. Uh, the chazaka is because there are no brothers. Um, uh, the chazaka is uh, that she'd be allowed to get married to anyone uh, if her husband died. Vruba uh, l'shuk as well. And also uh, the rov in this situation uh, uh, is, is also uh, saying that she should go out uh, to the marketplace as well. Uh, she should be allowed to marry out. Why? Because as we said, even in the case we say a mother-in-law will have a, uh, um, a child, it's not for sure. Uh, as we said, there's a chance that she might miscarry. Okay, so there's that one percent chance, and you've got forty, and then that's ninety-nine percent. Okay, if we say it's a one percent chance, so you've got forty-nine and a half percent, and forty-nine and a half percent getting you to that ninety-nine percent. So forty-nine and a half percent boys, forty-nine and a half percent girls. So boys is not over fifty percent. Uh, so we say the ruba uh, is that there's not going to be a boy. Uh, the majority, you take that 1%, so you've got 50.5% uh, chance that it's not going to be a boy, okay, and only 49.5% chance that it is going to be a boy, uh, so therefore, um, uh, both uh, the Ruba and the Chazaka align uh, in this situation, muta uh, in, this, in this situation, uh, the, 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 it's actually a mute and then another mute, muta uh, muta in this situation, even Rabbi Meir, uh, says that uh, you, we're not we, we're not worried about such a statistical um, irrelevant uh, um, uh, problem. We're not worried about that. A minority of a minority. Okay, so uh, that, that explains the rov and the chazaka. Uh, and now we move on and we say, listen, Lord say, Lord Okay, we said this woman uh, cannot do. Um, um, she's not allowed to get married, and she's not allowed to do yibum either. Okay, uh, and, and the question is why? Olam, uh, is that really so that it's forever? Uh, the mission doesn't give a time period, uh, but uh, does she have to wait forever in the situation of limbo? Uh, surely uh, what you could do is, uh, uh, you know, chalitza, 
uh, and we're going to see, you know, so why, why don't we do Chalitza? Why don't you just go to the brother and say, listen, it might be a meaningless Chalitza, maybe there's another brother there, uh, or maybe there's not, you know, that's it, but uh, who knows, um, you know, the, the, what, what the situation is. Uh, but um, maybe he had a son, so maybe, you know, maybe the co-wife had a, had a child, okay, um, and, or maybe not, but if she didn't, let's do Chalitza at least. Right, so now, Amaz uh, Iri says about this, Le'atzma, for herself, uh, to get be allowed to remarry. Uh, she has to obviously wait uh, three months after doing chalitza, as as we've seen in previous prakim. Uh, every woman has to wait three months. That was that uh, uh, we didn't make any distinctions over there before she marries again. Okay, so that's for herself. Lachaverta. Uh, and also, we have to be concerned uh, that her, her fellow, uh, uh, her co-wife, okay, uh, is also pregnant, and she has to wait nine months uh, for that. We we say like nine months uh, that uh, this this woman uh, should wait, uh, and then uh, Tisha right, so she would have to wait nine months. Of course, that's it. And then she should do chalitza uh, in any way, you know, as we as we had earlier on in. Uh, um, in, in our Masechet, I think it was Daf, uh, around 41, uh, is where we said that you can't do Chalitza uh, when, uh, when a wife is pregnant. There was a Malochet, Machloket, Rabbi Yochanan, Rash Lakish, etc. Uh, can you do Chalitza when, when, when the wife is pregnant or not? Anyway, no problem. Uh, so you should do Chalitza. Uh, so if she really gave birth, uh, then she would be allowed to marry anyone she wants to. Okay, and then there's no problem with Chalitza. But if she didn't give birth, uh, you know, and, and she would have to do Yibum, uh, the Chalitza does work. Okay, and she but before, before that, shouldn't do chalitza uh, because um, you know uh, that uh, uh, once you hear the husband's dead, uh, that's uh, obviously you know that's uh, um, uh, you know it, it, it wouldn't work anyway. But that's uh, that, that's that. All right. So now Rabbi Kenina, Amar Rabbi Kenina says laatzma shlosha. She said you know for herself she has to wait three months. Lachaveta for her friend Olam she has to wait forever. Uh, in, in this, you know, until we work out whether she's given birth or not, okay, and we don't just wait nine months. Uh, it says again. So we ask the question. Uh, surely, whichever way you look at it, uh, why doesn't she do chalitza? Uh, so Rav Kanina says, I don't follow Ziri. Uh, why? He says um, uh, uh, because as follows: Abai by Ravin, Rav Kanina by Avin, both Abai by Avin and Rav Kanina by Avin both say about this. Uh, it says no. Gezera Shemetia Vlad. Maybe this woman would have actually had uh, given birth, uh, and, and, and therefore, what would you say? Uh, this woman would have got married uh, to a Kohen. Uh, I mean, um, you see, she does chalitza, and then what happens is uh, she finds out that the wife, was preg- uh, the wife has given birth. Uh, she's given birth, and you realize that chalitza was a meaningless chalitza. Uh, and then what, uh, what we say is that uh, this woman uh, is, is going to go along and marry uh, a Kohen. Uh, and that's it. Uh, in this case, uh, that she didn't, uh, she could go and marry Kohen. So, and we would have to call in everyone uh, and say, listen, actually the chalitza that was done was not a good chalitza. And therefore, uh, the, the, it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, as a result of that, uh, she's now allowed to marry Kohen. It's not like a Gluta marrying Kohen. So Gomorrah says, uh, uh, Okay, so, so call everyone back and do this announcement. Uh, why don't you do that? So the Gomorrah says, No, there was, might be someone at the Khalitza, and it wasn't present at the re- re- retraction of that Khalitza, an announcement that it wasn't, uh, it was a meaningless Khalitza, and therefore, Amri. 
Kasharu Khalitza Lukwain. Khalutza Lukwain, he's going to say, listen, Khalutza, this Khalutza is married, uh, being allowed to marry Kuhain. What's going on? How can the Baitin do that? Anyway, um, you know, similar to that, none, uh, as we learned. Hey, hey. Yeah, so, so what, what uh, no, 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 so but that's the idea. So what, what we're saying is that um, we, don't, we wouldn't allow her to, to uh, get married to, to a Kohen. We can't say, listen, you, all you can't do is marry a Kohen uh, in this situation. Because uh, then they say, like, uh, when do you ever get the idea of half a Khalitza? You know, so, so this woman can't do Khalitza. It's, it's a very unfortunate situation uh, over here because this woman can never get remarried. She can't even do Khalitza because it could lead uh, eventually to this mistake. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's uh, uh, not, not easy. Anyway, Tanan, uh, the Gemara continues and says, Listen, Nitan Li Muminet Ben Bemidinatayam. We're talking about the Mishnah yesterday's Mishnah um, uh, on Amr Bet, uh, where it says the son was born uh, in, uh, overseas, and she also says, Mamata mate Bani, Vakach mate Bali. My son died, and then my husband died. Okay, uh, we believe her, Nemenet, uh, because when she left, we didn't know about her son. All we knew. Uh, was that her husband had brothers and she'd be Kaya uh, Yibam. If she says, my son died first, and then my husband, she's believed, she falls back into Yibam. However, if she says, my husband died, uh, and then my son died thereafter, uh, then, we don't believe her in that situation because now she's changing uh, her Chazaka. Uh, we, we don't change her Chazaka, but we still have to be careful you still have to take her words into account. Uh, she has to do chalitza in this situation, and she can't do yibum. Uh, so therefore, the Gemara says, uh, 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 So maybe you should say, listen, uh, witnesses will come and testify that exactly it was as she said, uh, saying that uh, I don't need chalitza, my husband died, uh, and first and then my, my son died uh, and uh, we don't have to be concerned uh, that uh, the chalitza uh, was done so maybe Adam are going to come and uh, substantiate what she says and then uh, the chalitza will be meaningless because what happened was husband died first but she had a son from her husband and therefore uh, she's not subject to yibum so it's just a chalitza out of doubt okay so why don't we say in the same situation uh, you know she, does, she shouldn't have the chalitza done to her okay Amra uh, Papa uh, so we're really here talking about a woman that was really divorced uh, from a previous husband. So she's really forbidden uh, to the to, to Kwanim. Okay, and as a result, so you give her, you do chalitza with her. It doesn't make a difference uh, to her status. You can never marry Kohen in any case. So even if it's a meaningless chalitza, she should always be forbidden to the Kohen uh, because she's a grusha. Rav Kiyab, right? Rav Amar, he says, Vamra, Anivahu, Nechavu, Bamarava. All of us, this whole family, uh, him and I were alone in the cave with the son in the cave, and therefore there are no witnesses. Uh, and, and therefore, there's no one uh, going to say uh, that witnesses are going to come and testify uh, about this. Okay, uh, but if it was that situation, then yeah, we would actually say that uh, we can't give this Kalitza out of doubt. Okay, uh, next Mishnah, uh, as follows. Maybe what we'll do is we'll just do the Mishnah and we'll leave the Gemara for tomorrow uh, as follows. Shtay Yevamot. Zuomerit made Bali. Maybe we'll just do a bit of Gemara. Okay, uh, two sisters in law married uh, to two uh, brothers, uh, and it says, Zuomerit made Bali. Uh, and uh, uh, each one of them uh, says that her husband dies. Okay, the um, uh, the, the brothers, uh, you know, are, are uh, 
uh, you know, we, we probably could have pulled up a diagram here just for the last time, you know, just, but uh, if we can imagine, uh, two brothers and then uh, they, they're married to two wives. Um, and each of them comes and testifies uh, about the, uh, uh, the husband, okay? So, uh, their own husband that dies. Zu Bala Okay, so now <laughs> each of them is believed uh, and, and believed about their own status, okay? Because we have the situation that documents about uh, this woman is going to be careful and check everything out, uh, and therefore. Uh, we believe her uh, that she is a widow, uh, but she can't get remarried. Uh, why? Because what happens is, uh, you know, even though her, her sister-in-law has testified uh, about the death of her own husband, so, so she's good, so each of them are believed about themselves, but they're not believed about each other. Because we had two days ago, uh, we had that situation that five women are not never believed, and one of them was a sister-in-law, because we worried that there's, uh, uh, there's issues uh, with that. Okay, and they, 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 they'd be lying uh, just to destroy it. We had a bit yesterday, Tamot Nafshi implished him, etc. So we just worried that they'd, uh, they'd say this uh, to ruin the other woman. Okay, so for themselves they believed, uh, but it's a bit, an, a bit of an anomaly, uh, but uh, they can't uh, get remarried to anyone else uh, over there. Okay, uh, and that's what you see. Zu Osrat Mimnei, Bala Shazu, Vizu Osrat Mimnei, Bala Shazu. Okay, and that's what, this one's prohibited because of the, uh, the, the sister in law testifying about the husband, and each and vice versa. Okay, uh, that's it. So, so therefore, uh, they, they, they can't do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lazu, Adam, Lazu, Ain Adam. However, now uh, one of the women uh, had witnesses to the husband's death. Okay, and the other one doesn't have witnesses to the husband's death. Okay, so now uh, we have Etchiyashlo uh, Adam, the one that has got witnesses to the husband's death, uh, Asura. <laughs> she is forbidden to marry. Okay, interesting enough. Uh, like seems her case is stronger, uh, but because she's the sister-in-law, she can't get remarried because the weak point is with her with her sister-in-law, and her sister-in-law is testifying without witnesses. So so she can't get married, even though she got witnesses to her husband's death. Uh, she can't get remarried. Which I know, Adam, the one that just says her husband's dead, and there's no Adam. Uh, to that, uh, she is believed uh, in, in that situation, and, and plus she's allowed mutterit. She is allowed to get remarried because there are proper aidim to the husband's death. Okay, and that's it. So it's a bit of an anomaly over there. Lazu aidim, lazu banim. Sorry, this one has got children. Lazu ain banim, and the one hasn't got uh, children. Etchiyesh lo banim. The one that has got children, Mucherit, she's obviously allowed uh, to, to get remarried in this situation uh, because um, you know, she, she's, she herself uh, is talking about her husband's death uh, you know, and, and she be, she's believed about her husband's death and her children uh, are now exempting her from Yibam. Uh, but one without children is prohibited from getting married because the, the death of Yavam uh, is not 100% uh, corroborated. Uh, it's only corroborated by her sister-in-law and therefore Asura, we, don't, we can't believe the sister-in-law in this situation. Alright, so now once we've introduced the two cases of um, uh, the, uh, uh, the the witness uh, the, 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 the of proper witnesses and children uh, we can combine them okay and uh, now we have uh, uh, other yivamim okay in, in, in this in the first case we just had two brothers and both the brothers died uh, what happens in this situation um, 
Uh, actually, I don't think we actually get to that that other uh, other point uh, just yet. Anyway, but Nitjavu Maitu Vachayvin. So what happens? There are two other Yavamim. Okay, and uh, and and what we say is, it's granted. Um, uh, you know, so there are definitely other brothers. It's not that she's allowed to get married in any case. We believe her uh, to say, listen, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, my husband's dead, uh, but, and, and therefore she, she falls to Yibam with one of the other brothers. Okay? Uh, and, and, and there are at least two other brothers. Uh, so therefore, uh, it doesn't make a difference. The fact that uh, the sister-in-laws aren't believed uh, against each other doesn't make a difference. Uh, it says uh, they are chayavim. Okay, Asurot, Umaitu, Chayavin. Okay, and then what happens is they get married, Yitjavu, Umaitu, and then the Yavamim die. Okay, uh, so now, uh, you know, what happens again? They died without children. Umaitu, Yavamim, the Yavamim die. Asurot, Linase. We kind of go back uh, to the earlier scenario. Uh, we, we, we're just like the two brothers have died and we fall back into that original uh, status and then she's forbidden to, uh, uh, to, to get married again because again you're falling back into a situation where you're relying on the sister-in-law's testimony and you can't do that. Rabbi Leezer says listen uh, let's not uh, kid ourselves. We'll, uh, we allowed them to get married to the Yavamim okay, uh, in this situation so we assumed uh, what they said was correct okay, otherwise we'd be uh, getting married to your brother um, uh, you, I mean your, your, your husband's brother uh, which is a erva so because we allow them to divamim hutru lecholadam they are allowed to every person Right, so the Gemara uh, uh, just picks up just a quick line from the Gemara. Tanu lezu edim lebanim, lezu lo edim velo banim shteim mutarot. Okay, so here's where we combine uh, the two cases. We said if this one has witness that her husband dies and she has children, okay, and the other one has neither witnesses nor children, uh, both of them are allowed to get married because you're not getting testimony uh, from the sister-in-law over here. Uh, we said. Uh, the, the woman uh, who has children, she's exempt from Yibum, and plus she's got, uh, she's got no children, she can rely on the proper witnesses. You're not relying on the sister-in-law in this situation. Okay, uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, everyone should have a great time. Yeah. Yeah.